WDEL On Demand, brought to you by Stanley Steamer. Air duct cleaning. Delaware's clean air experts. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Uh, this headline to an analysis in the Atlantic Online, the U.S.-Saudi relationship is out of control. Even Jamal Khashoggi's disappearance may not force the Trump administration to recognize that fact, though. Middle East expert Aaron David Miller, one of the co-authors of that piece in the Atlantic Online, advisor of Middle East negotiations over the years and decades to secretaries of state of both political parties, now vice president for new initiatives at the Wilson Center, author of several books, and Aaron Miller, uh, what to you is the greater significance of this? And even though you're not hearing a lot of people call talk shows, why would you say it's an important thing on the international stage? Well, in part, it's, it's I mean, you know, obviously beyond the violation of, uh, of international norms, human rights, uh, and uh, what, what appears to be premeditated assassination, and then worse, uh, you have the issue, and as an American, I'm focused on the issue of the U.S.-Saudi relationship. I mean, previous administrations have emboldened, placated, it, and, and done business with the Saudis, in large part because we had clear national interests, and we still have some of those. There's no question. But this administration has provided a degree of freedom of, man- of maneuver and latitude, which in my judgment, having worked for both the Republican and Democratic administrations on Middle East issues, is unprecedented. And we've, we've, we've simply, and I'm not drawing causality here. I mean, the, 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 the killing, once it becomes inconvertible, once the evidence is inconvertible that the Saudis um, killed Jamal Khashoggi, um, the, the, the issue uh, is... To what degree um, have we, uh, as a consequence of the room for maneuver we've given them, uh, emboldened them to believe that there are no consequences for their actions? A disastrous boycott against Qatar, which has split the Gulf Cooperation Council. A disastrous war in Yemen, which has caused, and the Houthis and the Iranians play their part um, in that. Um, And... uh, uh, re- repression at home. Um, we're we're essentially associated with all this. But isn't there a subtext in as much as uh, this president, uh, far more than any other in recent history, doesn't seem to care a whit about human rights? But beyond that, uh, Jared Kushner is the intermediary with the Saudis, and uh, the subtext of the Israeli-Saudi relationship vis-a-vis Iran, uh, those are, are some of the new points that did not exist 20 years ago. Yeah, but we, we built a regional policy around the Saudi which is based on magical thinking. I mean, what are the we, we, we what have the Saudis done to assist us in confronting containing Iran? What have they done to assist us in uh, dealing with the situation in Syria? Uh, what have they done with respect to the Israeli-Palestinian peace process? So all of this is still um, uh, still exists only on paper, and we've gotten very little in return for for all of it. Does it fascinate yeah. you that President Trump will say we've gotten very little in return uh, relative to our traditional allies? We've gotten very little in return uh, with some of these other nations. He doesn't say that about the Saudis. No, he doesn't, and I think it's it's stunning to consider that unlike his, his four predecessors who probably went to Canada. Canada or Mexico in their first foreign foray, Mr. Trump went to Saudi Arabia. No, I think Mr. Trump looks at the Saudis, and he said openly on the campaign trail, I love the Saudis. They pour 40 or $50 million into my property. Um, but it's more than that. He's got an aversion to his predecessor's deal on Iran. The Saudis hate the Iran Iran deal. Um, he sees the Mohammed bin Salman, the deputy uh, crown prince, as a, excuse me, the crown prince as a, an agent of change, a modernizer. Um, and we've, we've affixed ourselves to the Saudis like a barnacle to the side of a boat. And it is not healthy for American policy. The question, though, Alan, is what should we do? And what should we do is a function of what we want to achieve.
achieve. Is the goal to relieve immediate pressure on, on the um, on the administration from Congress and the media? Is the goal to hold the Saudis accountable for, for this, what appears to be a premeditated assassination? Is it to punish the Saudis? Is it to, de- is it to deter future behavior on their, on their part? I don't think the administration knows what it wants to achieve. And I would make a prediction to you that, that you know, six, eight, ten months from now, whatever happens, we will it will still be business as usual between the U.S. and Saudi Arabia. You've got a Davos in the Desert conference next week. I just watched uh, Secretary of the Treasury Mnuchin saying that he plans to attend. Yeah. Well, think about it. I mean, we're sending the Secretary of the Treasury. We're serious about sending a message to the Saudis that what that what they've done is beyond the pale. No, I hear what you're saying. Uh, meanwhile, it does it not seem to you that maybe the Turks are trying to get back in our good uh, graces, sensing this potential disruption with Saudi Arabia, the release of the American pastor, uh, Turkish uh, information about the abduction, etc. All true, but I can't control what the Turks do or do not do. We can't control what we do and what we don't do. Gotcha. All right, sir. Thank you, Aaron David Miller. Always a pleasure, Alan. Take Always care, a bye. pleasure. Bye-bye.